Yeah, I just find my Dark Rebel just a bit too flippy. Uh, I ended up selling it to Bowen. I sold it to you, didn't I? I ain't thrown it yet, but I've got... Uh, what have I got in the bag? I've got a uh, Hawkeye that I throw a lot, which is the Halo uh, Oh yeah, one. I've got a Night Strike 3 that's in my bag that Duffy thinks is my most stable one, but it's only 166 grams. And then I've got mm. the Dark Rebel as well. But I, I want to get the new Fairway one, the the new FD from Dismania. I don't know what that's like. Have you got one of them, um, Duff? I've got one of them, yeah. I've got three of those. And they're pretty stable, I think. Yeah, I think they're pretty stable as well, Josh. Yeah, which is good, but it's not what I was looking for, really. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I know what you're looking for. You're looking for... We I'm not I'm not trying to sell anything because we ain't got them. But uh, we had we did have some the Hawkeyes, Haley King Hawkeyes. I've I've got one. I'll let you have a throw of it. I did get a chance to throw one of those one time, and it was great. Flipped up and just went straight forever. That's what it's like laser beam straight. Yeah, yeah. I'm- I also just got a my first Leopard Three. I've I've never owned a Leopard or a Leopard Three. What plastic? Uh, Star. Okay. Yeah. 168 gram. Oh, okay. It's amazing. Yeah. Do you like just a normal leopard, don't you, Doc? Yeah, well, no, I like, I've got leopard three. I've got it in oh. every plastic, I think, that they do. I've got star, G-star, leopard, uh, champion, and halo. You've got a DX? No, I've got a DX. To but me, no, it's no like... No one wants a, DX. So I think they just do the leopard. I could be wrong, but I think they just do the leopard in DX. You can't really find leopards that often right now. It's like it's more leopard threes, right? Leopard threes are better disc, I think. Yeah, the star the star plastic leopard three is class. It's like it was my yeah. first proper distancey type disc that I ever really sort of got with. I loved it. Uh yeah. I I just took it to Croydon and played yesterday and threw it for the first time. And both times I threw it on both holes, it just did exactly what I thought it was going to do. Just like flipped up with like little effort and just. Cruised. Are they just a tad understable, are they? Yeah. Seven, five, neg two, one. Okay. And the, the, my first Leopard 3, actually, Dennis, uh, I don't know if I traded with him or he just gave it me uh, because I lost the Leopard and I think he, I don't think he threw it. He weren't throwing another at that time, was he? Right, that's right, yeah. And uh, he was a Discraft fanboy. Discraft only. And, um, I uh, it would have been the, that was the fir- first disc that I would have contemplated going into the River Avon to retrieve if I'd have thrown it in. <laughs> the yellow one, yeah, the yellow one, yeah. Still got it in my bag from like as soon as he gave it me. Love it. So, have you not gone in the River Avon? He won't throw it there. I won't throw. I wouldn't throw it by the water. No, no, no but ever have you ever gone in there? No. I nearly Man. went in the other day. I nearly I fully like- went in. I feel like you you have to as a disc golfer. You need to. It's like almost like a baptism. It's I, at like the the holy land. I've been up. I've been up to my waist in it, but I nearly f- went in by accident the other day. I was wearing my work <laughs> trainers. I was waiting for my Terexes to come. I was wearing my work trainers, just a pair of Adidas sort of street shoes, and I slipped on the grass. And Carl, thankfully, Carl Heaton managed to grab hold of my arm and I'm a big lad 
but he climbs, he managed to muster all that strength to stop me falling in the Avon. <laughs> Damn. Like, and, not, uh, and I was going in, I was going in for someone's five pound, uh, for one of Derek's like five pound deposit discs, yeah? Yeah. If, if, if you'd have done that with me, I'd have been like Jim in the office. <laughs> <laughs> what does he do? What does he do? He like shifts out the way then. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, he falls in that koi pan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Because you, you've lost some decent discs in that river, to be fair, haven't you? You've, I think, didn't you lose a Ricky Pig? I've lost a pig. You've lost a Brody Zone. I threw that in on purpose, that's my own fault. No I've, one's found the pig? No. I've lost, but I lost my 2020 Ricky Pig at Fairways in a pile of leaves, and it's never turned up. Should have turned up by so now. so annoying. Was it kind of like... On the fairway or on the hole? It was... They made up this hole going down the hill for the tournament. And it was just... It was probably about pin high, but just to the left of it. It's not It's not a normal hole, so you... So you know, it wasn't that bad of a shot, is what you're saying? It was still... It was bad enough, like, but... Okay. Well, I, I lost I, my favourite disc on, like, an just on the fairway. It just, like, buried itself. What, in long grass? Yeah. I've but that's cried about it several times. You know what I'm talking about. But that's like that's like uh, that annoys me because I don't want to call out people who look after disc golf courses. Just cut your fucking fairways. Well, sometimes. Oh, well, like today, I found out Croydon can't get their grass cut because the council hasn't paid the man to cut the grass. <laughs> and so now, as a club, we're paying for it. And pay yeah, for it so. out. You're paying for it monetary, or you're paying for it like... monetary now in hopes of a trade for something later. I don't know if I should even be giving too much detail about it because it's not keep stubborn then actually oh, concrete exclu- but exclusive. It's just grass cutting, so yeah, I think it's but all like, right. But... but that's why you've got the uh, you can't ex- you can't expect the council to do everything for you, can you? Sometimes, and, the, and I don't want to call anyone out. Bowen, at Essex, where Josh is on about, the upper part is like almost I don't know what it's actually called, but it's like some sort of like conservation area well, where they yeah. have to leave the grass and everything long for insects and bugs and yeah, animals and stuff. Habitat, yeah, that's that's what uh, Croydon is, though. They, that's what they say. They, they can only cut it twice a year. Croydon's a fucking shithole, though. Like there aren't any, there aren't any bugs living there. Are there? You have to admit, when you go beyond the tree line onto the disc golf course, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a, it's a disc golf course, of course, it's beautiful, but it's still fucking Croydon. You got the smog of London. There aren't, <laughs> there aren't any insects living there. We ain't got parrots and ass. That's good. We had a, there was a swarm of honeybees just like on the 18th green. Did anyone come and collect them? They're worth money nowadays. No, I didn't realise. I actually know someone that does that, and they were like, I showed them the photo, and they were like mad at me because I didn't call them, and I was like, what? I didn't know you collected bees. My my sister-in-law has some beehives, and her mate does as well. And they pay like 250 quid for a queen yeah. and some... It's, it's yeah. mad. Yeah. And, you, and Josh, you could have, because they're so docile like that, you could have gone to them and picked them up and they they wouldn't sting you. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, someone, like, disturbed them and literally they started swarming and everybody kind of freaked out. But literally, like, less than five minutes, they were back on the queen just protecting her and they were just like, chill. 
You, you, I've, I've watched videos of them. They literally pick them up by their hands and put them in a box light. And I'm thinking, oh, you're not getting stung. You seen the video where the guy picks the queen up and puts it on his chin and they make like a bee, a bee beard? <laughs> no, I ain't seen that one. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> anyway. The weird world of animals. Um, obviously, I think, well, I think you know Bowen's got two snakes at the minute, don't you? No, I've got one. I've only got one now. Oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Can I, shall I go and get him? It, no, yeah. no, no, no. It doesn't make for great. <laughs> I'll get him after. I'll get him after the podcast. All right. But the uh, we've also had in the time that I've known Bowen uh, an ant colony as pets. I had a few of them on the go. And then the craziest one, which everybody used to take the piss out of him for, was a cat that he used to walk on a lead. <laughs> right, Josh. It, I. I... In my defence, I I adopted this cat when he was six years old from a rescue shelter. I adopted him because it was the t- I wanted a Bengal, so I had a Bengal. Do you know what Bengal is? <laughs> yeah. Not because of the team. This this wasn't because of the team. Just because they're like I like Savannah cats, but they're far too expensive, and like Bengals are the lower down one. You so need got- to move to Florida. Why? Because you like snakes and like exotic animals that oh, no yeah, one's I'm supposed not. to own. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> I'll go. I'll. I'll turn. I was about to say I'll turn gay and become a cowboy. <laughs> but uh, so this cat was like a house cat and had never been outside. So I put him on his lead and his harness and would take him out for a walk. And it got to the stage where I didn't have. I could take him for a walk without a lead and a harness. And what's weird about that? I mean, you just—it's not very common, is it? But it's, it's the cool. res- it's the responsible thing to do. This is what annoys me because I've had this argument with my mum, and like it's going to sound really bad. Her cat had to be put to sleep the other day, and I felt no remorse for it because it used to bring back loads of like. Well, he's having animals. trouble. He was having trouble going to sleep. No, no, it had to be. I don't euthanized. <laughs> So, Sorry, that's and, I was felt, and I said to my mum, I said, I don't feel that guilty about it because it's killed that many wild animals and it's irresponsible cat owners that do my head in because my mum was like, well, it's nature. And I'm like, it's not nature because it's a domestic cat killing wild animals. So tell me how that's nature. So I was doing the responsible thing. Well, yeah, I can't. you can't stop a cat from killing, can you? You, you can, can if you keep, keep it inside, or you supervise it when it's out. And on that note, <laughs> let's start the show. Well, it's time for In the Chains, the UK-based podcast for amateur disc golfers. Get ready for course reviews, disc reviews, and the latest news and updates from the disc golf world. Your hosts will also talk about their own progression and have a lot of fun along the way. And now. Here they are, two Brits and one Yang. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of In The Chains. And on the tee box tonight with me, as always, we have Joshua Birmingham. Meow. And Thomas Bowen. Good day. How's it going, kids? Don't do that because I can't. I can't do. I'm, I, I do I'm, this accent every time we speak on the phone, Josh. I do this accent where I go, 
Who's it going, lad? All right, kid. <laughs> and uh, he tries to copy, and he just cannot do the accent <laughs> at all. Can we have some context for the accent, by the way? It's just what yeah. people in kiddies say. Yeah. How's it going, kid? Who's it going, lad? All right, I can't kid. do it. I can't yeah, do it. Yeah, all right, lad. <laughs> no, it's Josh can't either. No. I've, I've had 33 years of practice, though, so I suppose I do have an advantage. Anyway, what have you been up to, Joshua? I uh, played Croydon yesterday. This is like this is like the same story every week. I swear to God. But um, new PB? Uh, no, not not even close. I went to the station. I took my bike to the station like I always do, like half a mile. I'm a cheater. Let me Put guess. The bike you got on the co- train. You got covered in dog shit. No, not this oh, time. Okay, okay. Sorry for interrupting. Uh, I, I forgot to check the trains, and there was zero trains going to East Croydon from Clapham Junction. What? So, I'm, I rode down to Balham, no trains there. Down to Streatham Common, no trains there. And by that point, I was like halfway to Croydon. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to ride. So, I rode seven miles to get to the disc golf course, played around that took four hours because we had like seven people. And then rode seven miles home, got back at 10 last night, and I am knackered. We're going to call you Lance. But that's that's basically the story. That's it. I just had to ride my bike a lot. And I put extra discs in my bag, and it was really heavy. It was terrible. Duffy, Duffy, did, didn't did Josh say to us in the WhatsApp group today, let's keep the what have we done light? No, that was him. That was me. Oh, was that you? Oh, okay. What are you trying to say? I'm done. I just ended it. The okay. end. Good, good reading. You, you could just said I played at Croydon. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I forgot my manners. Um, Bowen, what have you been up to? <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I played this week. We No, no. I ain't playing. I like, your, I, I like your hat, by the way. Oh, this is repping a local course. I've got a Gillies hat on. Thank you for noticing, I need, Josh. I need to get one. I like the green. Have you ever played uh, Gillies? Josh? What? Have you ever played Gillies? No, I played one hole before the basket was in. Oh yeah, you did, didn't you? So you you were the first to play it? I'm, I'm one of the forefathers of Gillies Disc Golf. I, I held the no. record for about 20 minutes, so have a bit of that. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, I haven't I haven't really played much Um, obviously I went to Liverpool yesterday and they did their bit they won their game even at 2-0 I felt like Villa are shit enough to not actually continue to win a game agreed worst worst team even at that point I had literally zero confidence Villa were going to be able to do anything and it was proven right they're useless. But it was our fault. We threw for 38 games and it, we should have won more games or not, not drew as many games. So there we go. But, but I'm over it now. I don't want to hear it. Oh, Arsenal fucked up as well. Is that Cliff <laughs> Duffy? And going to Paris on the weekend for the Champions League final. Ooh. If we lose that, there won't be a show next week. Doffy. There will definitely be a show next week. So Doffy, can can I can I have you seen that video online of when Salah scores and he's happy? 
is that is that a real video? He's happy and the fans going. What's the fan going? Is it three three one or so? Three two. Three two. Did you have you seen that video? Is that real or not? Pictures of it. Um, I think I think the players would have known at that point. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Okay. If if Liverpool wins and we have the show, yeah, will you drink a beer on the show? Yes, I'll drink a beer before the show, so you can see the after effects of what it's like once I've had one beer. I think the people need to see it go from zero to a hundred, or hear it go from zero to a hundred in like. So he's got to chug the beer as well. I'll teach you how to shotgun. Oh, Josh, Josh, interesting, interesting uh, developments from Scotland. You know we've been bigging up. Oh, he's doing the impression. Interesting. Uh, well, you know we've been bigging up Wardy, uh, in the uh, about his drinking. Yeah. I outdrank him on the Friday oh night. What? I strawpedoed a beer quicker than he did as well. Do you oh. Know it's like your shotgun in a bit, strawpedoing is, and I did a beer quicker than him, and he so, he wasn't happy, was he, Duff? He didn't like you it. Get he didn't like the, it with him. You get one of like the curvy straws, right, and then you just. Well, we had we only had the crappy uh, worst invention ever, paper straws. Like, yeah. and straight away, Wardy had the excuse of his straw was defective, and you're like, but yeah, come on, Wardy, I take it off the I just I just pointed the straw down the side of my face, so it's still straight and still like I figured it out. Can I just talk about? Uh, sorry to move away from the subject, but I've got something interesting to say about plastic straws. There's nothing fucking wrong with them. The government and the media want you to feel bad because the odd turtle will fucking drown, like well, get one stuck up its nose. There is far more plastic waste in the ocean from other things than fucking plastic straws well, I had and an earbuds. iced coffee, iced coffee with a paper straw, but guess what it was in? A plastic cup. Fucking exactly. It's way pathetic. more plastic than the straw. Layla had some type of carton drink and it had a paper straw in a plastic wrapper, yeah. but then you put you push the paper straw into the carton. It doesn't even push it. And you're like, you literally might as well not put a straw on and you might as well just say, right, well, open it however you wish and try and drink it. Yeah, right it, it, it's it. pointless. But we're all right to do tons of plastic on those LFT tests for the past two and a half years. That They're fine. Plastic on those yeah. is fine. It's different plastic. There you go. Right, anyway, let's move on to the news section. Before we do that, though, we'll just have a quick word from our sponsor, Upper Park. Since 2011, Upper Park Disc Golf has focused on disc golf bags and accessories with unique styles, innovative designs, and unmatched comfort. They use cutting-edge design techniques and durable outdoor materials with a lifetime guarantee, so you can focus on what really matters, keeping it in the chains. Whether you're a Bowen or a seasoned pro, Upper Park has the bag to fit your needs. Go to UpperParkDiscGolf.com today and save 10% with our code in the chains 10 Now back to the show. Excellent. Right, over to you, Mr. Bowen. Bowen's Fake News. Right, so I want to start this week with probably my worst section because we're going to go to the European Pro Tour the Heartlands Open, which was in... I'm going to, it's going to go bad already. Filippistad, Sweden. So, the results... 
for that were when I get it up. Here's the best bit. I don't know why I don't just keep it all in one place, to be honest. And I still No, neither do I. But that would be too that would be too clever, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be unbowen like. I've had I've had this phone for uh a year now and I still can't fi- figure out where my gallery is either. I've, so. I've got an idea, Josh, as well. We, what we ought to do is start passing a phrase around, like, ah, oh, bloody hell, I've done a bow in here. Or I've done a bow in. <laughs> that ought to be like some sort of saying we're in disc golf. They did like, that with uh, a, a, the Simpsons, Homer. I've done a Homer, wasn't yeah, it? When yeah, you, you do it. something incredibly lucky that's and it. it works out good. But right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you do something, it turns out absolutely dog shite, and we, <laughs> we just go, ah, oh, bloody, I've done a Bowen. That could. Are you talking about my? Are you talking about my re- reporting, or are you no. talking about my disc golf life? Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> right, so Heartland Open uh, MPO <coughs> in first place was. Hang, hang on, but before you start, is this Heartland Josh, or Heatland? Might be Heatland. It's the same thing. It predictive I mean, text probably, it is. isn't it? Predictive text again. It'll blame it on. Um but Josh, wouldn't you like to hear this, these results in speedrun mode? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not going to happen. That Go is on. not going got, to happen. We got a lot of we got a lot of positive feedback about that. Didn't I get someone's name wrong, Josh? <laughs> probably. Go on. Yes. I'm not speedrunning it because yeah, I'm, you, you called Christian Joseph Christine Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> no one didn't. No one didn't. No Christine. I noticed that. Christine Joseph. <laughs> right, right. Are we ready? Yeah, go on. Yep. We'll do the top five. Elias Lukoton, Hakon Kavaseth, Pekka Hevonden. Hajit Jensen and Dennis Augustuson. So that was all that was the men's and the open women. Amanda Lenartson, Sophie Bajalikal, Annika Steen, Ruth Shizzle and Hannah Jansen. That wasn't too bad. Nah, really good. <laughs> well, it's, what you... it's, funny. it's just funny because I, I, I wouldn't know if you were saying it right or not. No. I'm almost certain you didn't. <laughs> yes. I know. I, I know <laughs> I didn't. But Josh, I would be prepared to bet my house on the fact that he hasn't pronounced them right. So, but it's still let's get, just just one of them. Yeah. Let's get our let's get our uh, Scandinavian correspondent t- team member on, and he can tell us how many I got right. Then, this, and if this I got is all, a, this if is a I good got, idea. If I got all of them right, I'm taking your house. We could have we could have the Euro Tour like correspondent come on the show exactly I, you know you know josh they were looking for euro tour commentators i almost <laughs> did that until i realized that you had to be commentating live so it was like literally the entire weekend for like uh, hours i would be great but, at that but, apart but from the names wouldn't you, like, wouldn't you like to see bowen do that <laughs> <laughs> no they'd, they'd have people in place to teach me the names wouldn't they <laughs> They'd need more than a few hours of teaching you <laughs> Maybe they just enough. have sound clips where I'll be talking, and if I want to talk about someone, I press a button, a robotic a robotic voice says the name. Uh, or a robotic voice says your favourite phrases. He's a nonce. <laughs> 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 
would never have, be that I, crude. I really need to start watching the Euro Tour stuff, though. I feel kind of not bad because I can barely watch the Pro Tour now, but um, I need to start getting to know some of these guys. Yeah, yeah, me too. But anyway, on, it's both. the same what with the Pro Tour. Most of them are just names on list anyway. I don't fucking clue who they are. Right, so yeah. I'm going to the OTB Open, and this was in. Scan- Scanton, uh, California, something like Stock- that. Stockton? Stockton. It's all right. I'm doing that off memory. That's not. Yeah. Ri- I've got it written down, but I'm not looking at the page. So that was so California. That's strong, strong. I saw someone with uh, someone on one of the Facebook groups have put a bet on for how many two meter rule violations there'd be. Did do you know if there were any, Josh? Or I, do, I don't know. I heard him talking about it, but I I don't think there was any. It wasn't on the whole was it? No, it's only on five, five of the five holes, holes, was it? Five, five, five or six of the holes, yeah. That's so weird. It is because weird. Because they're trying to keep so. people from going over the top, I guess. Yeah. But why Why is it not just a blanket rule? Why is it a, you can't do it on these holes? I don't know. It just seems like I think a like, bit confusing. Like Josh but said, like, you see sometimes Kevin Jones in the woods. He quite, Kevin Jones is probably one of the most sort of one of the people that does this the most, where rather than throw the conventional shot, he'll throw a massive grenade up and it'll like, I don't know what it's called, it's called something like, and it's just like pin pinballs down through the trees and just lands in the basket. He throws it 500 feet to go 150 feet, yeah. basically. What, what's it <laughs> called? Pink, pink? Ping pong? No, it's no, called... Plinko. Plinko. Plinko, that's it. And it plays Which Plinko is the best Queen. game on The Price is Right. But like, but how? But how many times does his disc get stuck in a tree anyway? Not very often. Not usually, but exactly. But, um, it's, it's just a pointless rule these days. It's, it's old school. But yes, congratulations to I am very happy about this. Simon Lazat winning Woo! the tournament. Like, I was happy it, as well. It's good to see him back, isn't it? I mean, he's the one of the best dudes. In, in the sport, and he just had a baby, so I feel like I can relate. Not that I'm uh, ever going to be as good as him, but I was just, like, so happy for him. And plus, you've been, like, four years or something. Yeah. Did you, you played did you on the same... I was going to say, you played in the same field as him, haven't you, Josh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I was uh, better than him for a circle two putting for that tournament, so, you know, there you go. That's it. But That's, yeah. did, I was going to say, did you see his stat of... Uh, shots taken against the field off the tee. Yeah, it was like it was. It, it was insane. over it was twenty like, shots or something ridiculous. I thought it was what like do, fifteen what does that or mean? something. What does that mean? From tee to green, you mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Shots taken from tee to green. Yeah. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was is insane. Um, yeah, he just looked like he could do no wrong. No, no. Even he said he found driving like everybody was struggling on his card and he just found it really easy like driving he just couldn't miss lines and and he looked he looked really good to be fair he looked really good well I'm, apparently I'm pleased, he's been I'm doing as well he's been doing 200 putts a day recently to get yeah. kind of back into it and i think over the last few years he probably hasn't done that he's been but it's like, past, it just goes to show like no matter how good you are i mean practicing is always going to help you yeah. like yeah, he was just so confident on the greens. I don't think he yeah. missed like hardly any putts. Yeah, Calvin. Um, Kay- oh, I'm sorry, sorry, mate. I was, just before we, I, I was watching. Uh, it was Drew Gibson on like hole 
10, 9, between 9 and 11, 9 and 12, something around there. And he would, he, th- he would throw in his Halo Destroyer. And the amount of turn he got out of the Halo Destroyer, and I was like, what is going on? What is it? That can't be the same disc that I'm throwing. It's incredible <laughs> how much power see- he gets. <laughs> Did you see him try to kick the basket? He tried to pull yeah, an eco. And he, yeah. fell o- and he fell over. <laughs> he fell over. <laughs> I mean, he took it really well, but it was fucking hilarious. But anyway, it's just yeah. unbelievable just seeing how much the destroyer was turning for him. And yeah. I was like, how is that even possible? I'll get a destroyer to turn on a forehand. A halo destroyer? A halo well, destroyer? No, you, you throw it out of the I played with Cam uh, last night, and at the end of the round, I was like, right, Cam, the round doesn't matter. Distance competition. This is all that matters. Cam Woodhouse. Yeah. And he just about hit the cafe from, like, the 18th basket. Yeah. But my point was, he threw a a Halo Destroyer that turned over and never came back. And I looked at him, and I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's, what, what, he's insane. What, what did he throw to hit the calf? His red destroyer. No, it was. I want to say a yellow one that he just got. Oh, okay. But it was funny because there's like this construction fence yeah, just in I front remember, of it, yeah, yeah. and the little thing. So he hit that fence like in the air, just like the bottom of the yeah. fence in the air. Jesus. My disc was about five feet from it, and it landed there. His disc hit the fence and rolled behind mine, so technically, technically you won. You won. Where you won. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that was the so. farthest throw I've ever had on that one. But still, he can crush. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Nice. 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 Sorry, mate. Calvin came in second, uh, two shots behind, at eighteen under, and then Aaron Gossage came in third at seventeen under. So nice. the goose. Nice. Yeah, that was a good result for him. Uh, his his uncle or cousin? No, his uncle I think was a pro- professional baseball pitcher. Is he a big G- forehand player? Is he? Yeah, he's got a massive forehand. He probably played a bit of baseball as well, then. Oh yeah, I'm sure he probably got some lessons from his uncle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, FPO. Paige Pierce won at 11 under, so we've been saying she had been doing a lot recently, haven't we? Well, Kristen left so she could have, you know, a couple of victories. She was kind of getting sad, so... Exactly. Uh, Natalie Ryan came second at 7 under, and Juliana Corva came third at 3 under. That's pretty cool. A five-time world champion that hadn't played in, like, 20 years. Yeah. Comes back now is on the podium again. Exactly. Absolutely. It's especially when she could be playing masters, couldn't she? Yeah. Right, we're going back to uh the UK. This weekend was the uh second stop on the BDGA Masters tour. Which and it you was don't a- you don't agree with the Masters, do you? You don't agree with age protected divisions. I've got no issue with age protected divisions. <laughs> oh. it- I've got issue with the way that... Uh, <laughs> I'm joking, move on. Championship <laughs> posi- like divisions were handed out wrong 100 numbers. spaces for MA60. Oh, yeah, I think but so. Do you know what? The truth will come out at the end of the year. So we'll see how many fucking chumps get invited to champs because no one really wants to go. And the self-coined chumps like myself, although I'm not a member. But we'll see how many people get invited who... Officially weren't invited before, 
and then I'll just be like, well, told you so. So, well what done. A, what a hero. <laughs> so this is so it's nothing against masters people because if it was I just wouldn't talk about them, but uh, <laughs> but this was the BDJ Masters Tour Stop Two at Fairways brought to you by Big Drop Brewing Company. Mm. I think that's right, Big Drop, Big Drop, yeah. Big Drop. Yeah. So uh, yes, good to see an outside the sport sponsor as well, really, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? So. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to start. I don't know where to start because shall I leave the? Let's go with Pro Forties first. Yeah. So we had your mate Simon Luard. Yes. With twenty one under with Matthew Boy with Matthew Cutler in second at eighteen under. Come on, Mister Tweed in third at fifteen under. So well done, Tweedy. Yeah. Pro fifties, I'll give you. I'll give you lads one guess who won that. Wait, I just saw this. It was uh, Erko Accio. No, Pro fifties. You wait. Uh, pro fifties. Derek won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pro fifty. Wait, what was I looking at? Sixty. No, he'd be he'd be am fifty, I think. Oh, am. Damn it. Oh, so yeah, what's Derek won that with Rob DeForge in uh second and Sue Underwood in third. Nice. Uh we will now go to Am Forty, which there's only one man and it's his division and like everyone else is living in it and <laughs> I think he needs to move up to pros, although there is rumours he is going to Am Worlds, isn't it? Isn't he Josh? He has he signed up? I know he talks about it a lot, so I would assume that he is. Well, he's um, just he's just been to America to play the crappy disc sport, hasn't he? Yeah, but the thing is, he could because, like, especially here in the UK, I feel like he should be testing himself against the higher division, and then if he happens to win cash, he could turn it down and still go to Am Worlds. Yeah, you're salty, you're salty, yeah, Josh. No, 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 I'm just saying, like, it's only going to hurt him playing down, because when he gets to America, those dudes are going to be a little bit better in that category. Yeah. Just saying. I, I, I think it would be, I think it would be really, really exciting to see how he, uh, how he sort of comes up against, uh, yeah. some of the, um, uh, yeah. OIPs. No. I'm definitely on his side, so don't let my comments suggest otherwise. I'm yeah. just saying. I haven't said, said his name yet anyway, so I could say something else. He, he smashes the field every week, so... He literally... And he's, and he's like... If he was an arsehole, I could understand, but he's the nicest bloke you'll ever meet, isn't he? So and he's, the winner, he's funny. The winner was Adam Keane, so well done. Oh, uh, wait, I thought we were talking... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you had by the the sinker there. We're scraping the barrel there. We're <laughs> scraping the barrel with Richard Hooper in second and in the chain's finest, Dennis Jones in third. So well done to Dennis. He had an awesome round. He had a great he had a great rating over the event, but his third round duff. Yeah, third, third round. Third round was rated nine nine six. Yeah, he sent me a message and was like, "Oh, it's one off tying your course record." 
Did he send that then, message? Did he send that message to you as well? Like yeah. bragging about it because he messaged all us bragging about <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to, wouldn't but, you? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. So he, sh- he shot a nine under on the last round, and um, but that was yeah, with two good. bogeys as well. So yeah. it could have been like it could have been over a thousand rated without those yeah. without those two bogeys. I mean, it's all what is, but it, it's still great shooting anyway. But it just shows how how uh, how good a round it was. It, when what? you're that close, though, you feel like you pretty much have shot a thousand meters around. One shot, yeah. yeah. It's like One less shot. than half a shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so uh, I'm fifty. Erko Usho won your man, Josh, with in, in a playoff against Rob Groovy Hamilton. Well, I was about to say one of my favourite names in disc golf, Rob Groovy Hamilton. <laughs> who I wonder if he t- throws a groove. Uh, you want to see what? Does he throw the groove? You've asked this before. This is deja vu. No. I feel like we have. Okay, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> in third in third place, probably one of my other favourite men in disc golf, the Condor. There's <laughs> a knocker Go! fan over. Go! Well we done, always, Shane. We always, do the, we always do the Condor salute whenever his name's mentioned as well. Well, we're doing it, and no one knows what we're doing, are they? It's, so. it's just basically sticking your arms out. I thought it was up to the back, like... No, no that's, that... that's, not, that's Eric the Eagle. That's Eric <laughs> the Eagle? Come on, Josh. Yeah. He doesn't have a clue who Eric the Eagle is, does he? Just going to nod and smile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, I'm going to move now back to the uh, open category, because... I'm guessing that they just opened it up to have a few players there. There were a couple of extra spaces. Well done to Samuel Passard, who scored 28 under yeah. and absolutely smashed the rest of the field in a 27 open. stroke lead. 27, 27 lead. Bloody hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, and bagger, the rest bagger. of the, play, the well, the rest of the players. <laughs> They weren't, no, they weren't no slouches, to be honest. They were all, like, quite highly rated. Like, Bradley Dean came second at 1-under. He was 901 rated. Jeremy Jeremy Howard came third at 1-over. He's 929 rated. And Jake Phillips, who came in fourth, is 8 895 rated, like, at 2-over. Like, and he's got, like, 30 shots on the last man. And he's, like... It's not as if he was, like, miles better because his ratings aren't a million miles away no. are they josh no. no but sam sam's been putting in a, a lot of work recently and has played pretty well the first two events i played with him and um yeah i was really happy to see him doing so good yeah he had a um, great he had a great tournament but yeah i think he i'm not sure if it's his first thousand rated tournament uh, uh round but i think he shot like a thousand six second round 10 under wow. which is i think tied course record if it's still 10. Nice, nice. But yeah, I sent him a nice message. He, he smashed it. But yeah, 27 strokes. I told him to chill out. That was not <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then final uh, division was recreational with Maximilian Tobias Sawitz. I'm going to say. Uh, Jeremy Keown and Kieran Buckley making up the top three. So, well done to you, Got Nice. Uh, my last thing... <coughs> sorry. Uh, 
sorry everyone. My last thing I want to talk about is the Jubilee Open. It's the next big event. It's uh, coming up. If you've got nothing to do over that weekend, it's bank holiday weekend, isn't it? Jubilee, yeah, the, the double bank holiday weekend, yeah. So it's two weeks' time. If you've got nothing to do, go and sign up. They need one more player in the pro division to make the purse bigger, and they need two players in the amateurs to, oh, get, you it? to get you a better prize or to get you a better player's pack. So... If you are on the fence, just go and do it. Like, there's not going to be... A, this is the first, like, big tournament this big in a while. Go and have a look. I'll say it was one of the best <laughs> events I've ever played here in the UK. Um, the course is insane. You'll never see anything like it here. Well, as far as, like, Woods Golf goes. But anyway, super, super sweet course. The accommodation's really fun. Everyone's staying on the same piece of property, so there's, like, the after parties every night. People playing, you know, different games and stuff, drinking and hanging out. It's, it's And it's, like, right across the street from the course. You just walk back to the campground, so... Nice. Do it if you can. Yeah. Nice, I wish nice. I could. Do, do it for me. I wish and I we could would talk. I'm going to call you two both out here because we were talking about tiered events last week weren't we oh hang on a minute what what makes... have you done your research I've done some research Bowen, I, we the research of the year <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to do stuff like that what research yeah we can research it's, ag- it's against the ethos of the show but <laughs> <laughs> just make it up as we go along so like I've been looking at what makes an event and what makes an event the tier a certain yeah. tier yes and you've got different levels so you've got majors disc golf pro tour events so elite series then you've got a tier events then you've got b tier events and then you've got c tier events and you equally have like x tier events as well and leagues but i'm not going to go into them i'm just okay. going to sort of summarize what each one what each of them like normal ones mean so the major events like which no offense none of us are ever going to get invited to play in you need a uh pda that it's not as big as you think like it's more on the actual event than it is on the player so you need current pd if for a major you need current <coughs> pdga membership check uh current status of certified rules official check and then that is all you need as a uh, player. You, but in regards to the tournament, the length, the purse, and the number of holes uh, are handled on a case by case basis. But the minimum payout is one hundred and twenty five percent of net entry fees. So that's a major. The elite so you, series event, so they you can basically it's case by case. It's got to be something special, otherwise they won't allow it. Yeah, yeah. It, the case by case is if if we want to add something in that's under those that criteria, we we want to be able to say yes to it if we want to. Yeah, that's what it means. Exactly. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, an elite series event, current PDGA membership, current rules official, <coughs> the length must be two to four days there has to be a minimum of 54 holes 
and the cash added to ProPurse must be a minimum of $10,000 across all divisions. An A-tier event, pretty the same, the same requirements, except an A-tier event, you don't need to be a rules official. You don't need to have to rules play uh, in it. to play in it. You just need to be a member. Right. The length is two to three days, 54 holes. Then we get to 100% of net entry fees plus $3,000 uh, added to the pro purse. And then a hundred percent, hundred and ten percent payout of net entry fees to the amateur purse, which is prizes and players packs. B tier, current PDGA membership. The length can be anything from one to three days. The whole minimum is thirty six holes, so two rounds. Or I don't. Could you split it up into? If you had a 12, 12 hole course, could you have three rounds of twelve? Sure. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. 100% payout of entry fees and $750 worth of added cash to the pro purse and 100% payout of net entry fees to the amateur purse. And then a C tier is basically do what the fuck you want. Uh, current PDGA membership not required. A non-current member or non-member pays a £10 per event fee when registering accepting junior divisions. The length must be one to two days. What's the whole minimum on a C-tier event? 18. 18, but preferred 36. They prefer 36. Uh, cash added to pro purse is optional. Uh, a minimum of 80%, 85% of net entry fees to both pro and amateur payouts. Yep. So mm. that's it, really. So we were thinking you had to have like all these requirements and tick the boxes and have all your jabs and all sorts. But really, you don't need a lot, do you? The, well, the it just own, sounds like with, with the bigger yes. events, you have to do, you have to find the added cash from somewhere. Yeah, you know, have to get sponsors and things. So I think it makes the TDs put in that extra work to make that event more special. So that yeah. you're not just saying, "I'm running out here." And yeah, a, lot, exactly. a lot of the onus is obviously on the, the TDs and the course owners. The higher instead you go, instead of the players, instead yeah. of the players, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it 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 kind of it feels a bit weird actually, providing actual useful information. Um, it, I don't know who's. Strange. I'm not sure who's going to find about it about useful. It. Who's who's going to find it useful? Well, it, anyone? Well, it well it will correct information then. That could be incorrect. I could have got it off a of bogus. <laughs> it could have been from 2015 Excellent. when Sarah Hocum won the event or something. Ooh, it? This is a great uh, segue into our next topic. Right. Go so on then, Josh. We, we've, we've got a topic this week, haven't we? Do you want to, do you want to uh, explain what it is, Josh? Well, I was just watching the Pro Tour this weekend, and I've noticed that I like some people's forums way better than other people's, obviously. I mean... We're all going to have that, I think, feeling. Yeah. Um, so I decided it'd be fun if we each picked out our best and least, well, let's just not say best, our favorite and least favorite forms for MPO and FPO on the Pro Tour. Okay. Um, and I guess I'll start with my least favorite. No, no, no. I'm not going to start. I'm not going to start. Yeah, start, start, Josh. Start, Josh. You've well, you started. Said, you, you said Sarah Hocum. 
That's my least favorite FPO form. And I, I feel terrible even putting it out into the world just saying that. But I'm going to have a look now to see it's what not, you... It's not that she's not good because she obviously wins events and has played for years and it works for her. But it's just the most awkward-looking thing I've ever seen. Are we seen. talking forehand, backhand? What? Everything. Putting, well, forehand. She's predominantly forehand in the shake. Yeah, oh. mostly forehand and putting. But it's just like... That is a weird, so low, and then flick, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, well, just like even the putting, she like comes down and like everything... There's not like a straight line or anything to the basket. Like everything she has to like... I don't know. It's just so strange. I don't the know snaps. how it... she comes. She looks like she snaps it really well, though. I mean, she probably throws further than me forehand. I'm just saying it looks funny. The um, um, yeah, go on. So, so she's your worst FPO. Worst, yeah, not, not worst, not worst. So we're not we're not saying worst. The league's like player. Saying good are good or we? bad? Yeah, we, we're just purely talking about form. Yes, and yeah. and if you like it or not. Yeah. It uh, doesn't mean it doesn't work. But anyway, yeah. so that's my least favorite. My favorite FPO form would have to be Katrina Allen. Okay. Interesting. Okay. No. Ah, oh, crap. You could change it. What do you want I to like change it? it oh, to? I just like it for different reasons. But I don't necessarily like the putting the most. All right. <laughs> oh, best, best overall... Kristen Tatar. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Yeah. Can I give uh, you my? Can I give you my worst MPO? No. No. We're gonna, we're gonna do. No, it. We're, no. just we're gonna do an order. First. We're gonna do an order. Don't <laughs> don't get scattering okay. all over the place. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, am I doing my FPO? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. F- my FPO. I too are gonna go with Sarah Hoka. Now, oh, I, no. I actually quite like her. I think she's probably well. I think she just seems like a genuinely probably really nice person, just from what I've seen and when yeah. I've heard her talk. Uh, and I like I said, there's no reflection on her as a person or the fact how good she is as a player. But it's just we're talking purely form and like a forehand. I can get over a forehand. It's a put. I can't. It's... And she. But the thing is, she puts like me, <laughs> and I hate my putting style as well. It's just <laughs> like the, the loopy put, and it's just like, I just hate the fact that I put like that, and I see my putting, obviously, to not nowhere near to the same level as her execution, but I just see my putting in a similar sort of vein as hers, that loopy, horrible sort of drifty putt, and it's just, yeah, it's just not my it's a safe. Tea. It's a safe putt. Like, it probably doesn't go past the basket very far, but... Yeah. yeah. I just I'm, don't see how she is hitting the spot she's aiming at. No. No. When you, she's, like, having to, like, come offline so much. Normally, so even though I put the same as her. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my favorite form in FPO will be Paige. I think she throws it really smooth, really nice. What about um, but? It's, it's it's the the little flick above her head's a bit odd, but she still has quite a fierce sort of trajectory, doesn't on on the putt. So yeah, no, I, th- I think I think Paige, I think a throwing style's pretty smooth. Yeah. What about the person I mean, who does the news but doesn't watch any professional disc golf? 
Ah. This, is, this is what we really want to know. I'll just be looking through YouTube very quickly whilst you two are talking. How's that? a video of, like, top form, you know? I'll tell you who I like, who I've just been looking at. Hayley King's got nice form. She's got a nice reach back. Yeah, yeah. And she yeah. she pulls, she's got long levers, she That's, pulls through nice. Look, the guy that doesn't do the research might have picked the best form. I feel like you're right. It's just dawned on me. I didn't think about her earlier. Yeah. She, she does have a really good backhand. So that's your worst one then, Bowen. <laughs> no, <Nice. laughs> right uh, Who's the worst? Who, worst form then? I don't. I don't know. I don't know really. To okay. Me, so I'm not paying enough attention. All right. Well, we'll go on to the MPO then, uh, Josh. MPO. I'm going to go with my favorite, uh, True Gibson. Okay. I think it's the most like compact quick he's explosive just the timing of everything so yeah. good yeah and like the his brace is so good he's getting everything from his body into the disc yeah his body's not flying forward off the tee because there's no more you know uh inertia it's all in the disc um but he just smashes as we all know yeah um which is reg- like even if he threw it 200 feet, just watching him throw is just, like, amazing. Yeah. Um, least favorite. I'm going to go Adam Hammers. Okay. Because he just looks funny, like, with, like, the forehand thing. Yeah, the forehand. And then the on forehand. the putt, when it comes down, and, yeah. like, yeah. just a lot of moving parts, like, yeah. always. And um, it just looks a little bit funky. So, I've, I've, got a be- I've got a better one than that. He's Josh really good, probably. but oh, I know who you're going to pick. <coughs> I know who you're going to pick. The, but anyway. The interesting thing is, the two that you've picked were t- look, two that I could have picked. Um, so, were my least favourite form, I did toy with Adam Hammers, but... I remember watching a video ages ago, and I, like when you mentioned the form, uh, with what we're going to talk about tonight, uh, I thought I'll go back and get his name because I've actually seen him on a card. It was just like on a, a YouTube video of a pro tour of unique style, throwing styles. And okay. It, it was Jake Lauber, if, if wow. on the forehand. Uh, so have a look at that and it's it's just mental it's, it's, that name I definitely know that name yeah, like, you, you how, just, spe- you, how you do you spell it L-A-U-B-E-R yeah don't watch it because it makes crap literally yeah it makes crap audio but go go have a look and it's just horrible but yeah so I'm going to choose him narrowly over Adam Hammers, and then my favourite form I've got three and I've been trying to narrow it down, and I think. Let me guess it, one of them. Let me guess two of them. Gonna. Calvin. So I've got him in second. Paul McBeth. Ricky. No. no. I'm going to say Chris Dickerson. No. Okay. Third, I had Drew Gibson. Nice. Second, yeah. I had Calvin. And first, uh, Cal Lavisca. Ah, Dr. Smooth. Yeah. That, that's, right. that's my picks. I mean, you can't go wrong with Dr. Smooth. I mean, that's, that's why they call him it. What are you saying, Bo? I got a prescription, and the only answer is Dr. <laughs> right. Smooth. Can I give you 
two bad ones. Go on then. So, probably the. And I like him as a bloke, what I've seen on him, I like different videos. But Matteo has the weirdest yeah, throwing <laughs> style I have yeah. ever seen. Everything but, about him is weird. Yeah, yeah but but I like it in in a way. Like, yeah, is, I, lo- it's, I like it's it different, as well. But I don't. I don't know. It works. Uh, it's just it's just hilarious yeah. to watch. Like, I, I, it's it's the worst, but it's funny as <laughs> <laughs> stuff. It's, it's, his shot celebrations crack me <laughs> up, man. Like all the first downs and just like, ah, oh, what what did uh. I think it was Big Germ said he was like a tornado of finger guns. <laughs> it cracked me up, but yeah. Anyway, and so who's his, who's his second choice, Embo? I I think you're going to disagree with me, but I just think he looks weird when he's throwing. James Conrad. That's your least favorite. That's another one That's who's who. So you've just done two bad ones. Um, I yeah. was. I was thinking about him as well because I feel like because he's so tall, he puts like a hundred percent effort into like his big drives, and I feel like he could throw so much further without having to like run a mile before yeah. that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He just slowed it down. Running, yeah, I was. I was listening. Goes, I can't Ooh. remember who said it. Um, I can't remember where I heard it either. But it's somebody was saying that you should never throw hundred percent on a course. Wait, was it that ad? In the middle of it the... It might be uh, an ad. I feel like it might be an ad. It's, they're laying on the ground. And it's that instructional video uh, guy that I sent you. Uh, I can't remember the name, yeah. but it's um, European. Why, why should you never throw 100%? Because your accuracy just goes down a bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, but fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I feel like I'm um, with you. I feel like he's putting 100% into every shot. Um and he's not. He looks like he's always going to fall over, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it looks like it hurts. And like, <coughs> is it long term? Like, how long is he going to be able to throw like that? Well, how, yeah, I suppose. He however, looks like a contortionist sometimes. However, on the flip side, around the putting green, how smooth does the step step put look? No, for I outside think that circle? looks stupid as well. I think that looks stupid <laughs> as well. Yeah, but the it works pot. so often. The jump pot. It works so often though. Yeah, he's a smash um, from Circle 2. But yeah, no, that was uh, interesting. It'd be interesting to hear what everybody else's is. Uh, yeah. So I might, I might put some out on Facebook, on Instagram stories on uh, th- Thursday and see uh, see what everybody else's opinions are. Uh, Wait, what's your what's your favourite, Bowen? Pro- I'd... I'd- you see, the thing is, it's too easy to say like this man, but Paul Macbeth, he just looks smooth and he can, he can pretty much do anything, can't he? He does so, have a nice backhand form, I must admit. Yeah, he does, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, he kind of does, like, does, like, the whole wind-up thing with the forehand as well. Well, well I, I, was watching, I, hate, but... I was watching um, Scott Stokely video on forehands. That I think it, I, I don't know if it was an old one, but I feel like it was a relatively new one. And he was saying there's like two, there's like a pendulum or there's a windmill. And to do that, it gets your arm into the right position. Uh, and f- because what you want is the disc to be traveling flat on the, f- on the trajectory you wanted to release it at 
for a little bit in your hand before you let go of it. Whereas doing that sort of motion gets your hand into the right position, so your elbow forward okay. and, your, and your and your hand back. And Are you then, sure that wasn't the 500, 500 foot forehand video by um, uh, what's his name? No, it was Stokely. Oh my God. It was Stokely. Okay. All right. Um, Talking about Stokely, did anyone see a shot in the skins in the high money skins match? I still haven't watched that, that yet. Yeah. I keep meaning don't oh. spoil it. Cause I keep meaning to watch it. Duffy, um, it's been like out for I know three it has, weeks. I know, as so. I, I apologise, just been really busy, but don't don't <laughs> spoil it because rem- I still want to watch it. Can you it. remind me to talk about it next week? Yeah, yeah, I will. I will. Okay, thank you. Pending Liverpool's result in Paris, I did like I like. <laughs> And I don't want people to think I don't watch FP, FPO, but I just thought I can't really think of anyone like apart from like the top players whose form I really analyse. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. See, so I don't I, just want everyone to say, "Ah, oh, Christian or ah." Oh, I yeah. quite I don't mind Chris uh, Christina Allen. No, doing it again. I always Hayley King. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina. Katrina Allen. Oh, Katrina. I Allen. always say Christina. Uh, I so I quite like Katrina Allen. Even though she seems like miserable, but I quite like that because I'm quite <laughs> miserable, <laughs> and I can kind of I appreciate the miserableness. But I like the fact that she just eats meat all the time as well in like uh, in a in a social life. But um, that's what Oklahoma people do, man. Yeah, uh, but she, I I really dislike her form. I don't know what it is. It just it just doesn't. It looks horrible to me. Her backhand form. Uh, and I get like the coiling, like she like really sort of coils up around the disc, doesn't she? And like to get more power. But I just I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't know. But it's I think it's, it's all of these. It's just personal preference. I mean, yeah. they're all playing at such an elite level that <laughs> who should we should who, we who me be commenting? Now, I don't know about you, John. But you're, you're much better. Oh yeah, than we us, forgot. Like, there is a dis- disclaimer here that all of these people are mentioning kick our butts on this. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, but I'd knock, and, and I'd knock them all out. Their though. form to get to the level that they are at is obviously much better than what my form is. So it is just purely for conversational purposes. But uh, yeah, no, it's I can't interesting. Believe, I can't believe you didn't bite at that comment that I just made. Duff. What'd you say? I said I'd knock them all out, though. <laughs> I heard uh. it. Um, best know, best punching, best punching form in disc golf. It's like being back in the school playground, isn't it? Mm, my dad's harder than your dad. Um, right. So on that note, we have got, we genuinely have got loads of stuff coming to the shop, probably within this next week. Um, and some so, of it is very good. Uh, the will, well, we did all a, of it is very good. Yeah, we did a drop of. Um, the Rico X's and we did them on the Facebook group and the old style how we started doing it uh, which is in the chain shop group uh, and we did them on there with people putting bins and we had some really good feedback on on how that went so we have got some discs coming that we expect to be almost as popular if not more so uh, coming in within the next week so that's going to be the place where we're going to be dropping those particular discs. Uh, so they, they may even be out before this podcast. Yeah, that's a good show. It's be out. I think it, I think the plan is same day um, to come out same day as the podcast. So get yourself into the In the Chains shop group on Facebook because that's where they're going to be dropped, and you ain't going to want to miss them. 
uh, and we've got some other stock orders coming with some really cool stuff in. Um, so and that they'll be going onto the site, but we will post when that gets dropped on in the chain shop group. So that is the place to be to get everything. Uh, so get get yourselves in there. Um, and that's all I've got to say. Anything, Baron? No, just like I think you've summed it up well. Keep your eye on the shop. Uh, it's gonna. It's we've got some good stuff coming out. Joshua. This golf is cool. I wonder what disc golf song you was gonna sing then. Did you just play one chord? Yeah. Play a bit more. Ah, so good. And on that note, literally, because see what I did there on that note. Keep it in the chains. 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 Thanks for listening to In the Chains. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel to view our round videos and course fly-throughs. And hit subscribe there too. Until next time, keep it in the chains.